This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. Today we'll be talking a little bit more poetically about accepting what is and accepting our anxiety, and what that really means and how it heals us. I hope you'll stay tuned. So today we're talking a little poetry. Um, We're going to be talking about a poem that is called The Guest House by Rumi. And this is often talked about in um, many different ways. Uh, Obviously, it can be, poems are like that. Poetry is like that. But this is really very frequently uh, recited and uh, discussed in mindfulness type of circles. And I talk about it a lot with my clients. I actually share it quite often. And it has been shared on the Facebook group many times. Uh, So I'm hoping that sharing it here in the podcast, you will hear the message and that we can maybe unpack it a little bit more, sort of develop the thoughts a little bit more. And um, actually, this is also one of my favorite poems of all time. So let me just read it to you and then we'll, we'll go through it piece by piece. The Guest House This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. And that is by Rumi, with the translation by Coleman Barks. As he is mentioning here, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. And that's how our days are. 
we wake up, it's the start of another day, and we can even in that very moment of awakening in our beds realize, oh, there's a feeling of dread, a depression. Um, Something is coming to us as an unexpected visitor. It could be a happiness and a joy also, but we don't tend to notice those quite as much. We tend, as humans, as I always say, the, the negative sticks with us like Velcro and the joy and the happiness slides off us like Teflon, right? It's just how we're built. And when we're aware of it, we can actually seek out being able to hear and see and notice the joys and the moments of peace and calm. But we have to do that consciously. Unconsciously, it is the negative stuff that sticks to us like Velcro, the depression, the meanness, as Rumi is saying here in this poem. And he says, a momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Yes, it is. We wake up and what we haven't even done anything yet. And we're already feeling some angst. There is something about the day uh, and our inner turmoil. So Rumi's words of wisdom to us are not unlike the same words of Claire Weeks. Or as we talk about here and that many people have come to on their own is that We welcome those and we entertain them. Welcome them and entertain them all. And that is the medicine. And this is the part of accepting. So like we talk about facing our anxiety and the issues that are coming up, and then we talk about accepting them. And in Rumi's words, it's welcoming and entertaining them all. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. It sounds difficult, but it really becomes just a part of your awareness of your mindfulness practice to be able to do this, to welcome them all because how is it that we can even do this? We can do this because we are not our thoughts. We are not these feelings that are showing up on our doorstep as 
a joy, a depression, a meanness that is coming as an unexpected visitor. That is not who we are. They are simply feelings, thoughts that are arriving as guests and we welcome and entertain them all. And Rumi goes on to say, even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. Okay, so how do we treat these thoughts honorably? This is the medicine. This is where change happens, is in taking those thoughts that are coming up, those feelings, the dread, as he puts here, the depression or meanness. And for us, it could be the anxious feeling of the whole day, general anxiety feelings, even physical pains. We can welcome them and entertain them all. And I love this piece because I know from personal experience of my own healing and my own life of going through those anxious periods and from my clients that these anxious thoughts, these guests, as Rumi puts it, they want attention. So we welcome them and we entertain them all. We entertain them by noticing them and acknowledging that they are there, not by trying to turn away from them. That's where we get into trouble with anxiety is turning away from it and wanting to push it away, run from it, fix it, make it change right now in the moment. No, we must relax into it. And people always say to me, relax into it. Or what's another term I use sometimes? Leaning into it, leaning into it. What does that mean? It means exactly what Rumi is talking about here. It means welcoming and entertaining them all. Acknowledge what is here right in front of us because it is here. So we welcome it. It's there. We deal with it. And we deal with it by acknowledging it and being what I like to call neutral with it. And so we. it would be like um, a, a guest coming that we don't know of. We don't have great love for them or great fear of them when we first meet. We are non-judgmental. We are just neutral. And by meeting our anxiety in that place of neutrality, we take the power away from it sending the signal to our mind-body that there is danger. By meeting this guest at the door, it's neutral. Rumi goes on to say, even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. And this could not be even more true for anxiety than that. We have got to trust that things that are being torn down in us, eliminated, removed, Uh, changed, you know, it could be clearing out for a new delight. One of the things that we lose when we have anxiety for a long time is that trust in life, that trust that everything unfolds as it needs to. 
And it really is true. We do our work. We do what's in front of us. We take care of the things that we can control. And then we have trust that the rest is unfolding as it does. None of us gets out of this lifetime without difficult challenges, without obstacles. And all if once you get older and have uh, the opportunity to look back, hopefully long before your deathbed, that you can look back and see how things may have started to fit together. Now, sometimes we can't even see it then because it is beyond us. There is a greater mystery beyond us. So, but I can see, and I am not uh, ancient, I can already see many of the things that I thought were huge challenges uh, were actually part of my life being torn down for another part to be rebuilt. Now this happens in our physical life too, so let's just look at it for a moment uh, from the point of view of our bones. You know, our bones don't just take up the new minerals and build, keep building new bone. No, much of our bone, just as much, is torn down. You know, we have osteoclasts and uh, osteoblasts and Things are broken down and rebuilt, and that is how life is. We cannot be keep getting only rebuilding up. Things must be torn down. We must empty the cup before it can be filled yet again. So take the opportunity when anxiety throws itself at your doorstep. Take the opportunity to invite it in. This is what we're talking about when we say accept it. Invite it in neutrally. Let it be there, acknowledge it, and let's see what might be coming in the future. This is a way to send positive message to your mind-body that there is not danger. It's okay by just having a neutral feeling around the anxious moments, the anxious feelings. And the poem goes on to say, The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Again, inviting them in, being neutral, and laughing, meaning that you're not in fear, that you're not nervous about it, you're not fighting this person, you're not meeting them at the door uh, with your arms crossed in front of you, uh, you know, holding back. You're laughing, being in your own joy. Be who you are and let the anxiety come. The more you let it come and you invite it in, and you get your body-mind to understand that this is not danger, the less it shows up at your door. Be grateful, he says, for whatever comes, because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. And again, this is where we trust life. This is where we have uh, a feeling of something greater than ourselves that we can trust that there is um, more beyond just our own little mind-body element that's moving around on the earth. I hope this has been helpful. I have found poetry very helpful in my healing. Not that I'm a scholar with poetry or that I am even extremely well-read with poetry. I found what worked for me. Don't put any pressure on yourself. Bump around on the internet and find, uh, you know, mindfulness, poetry, or things that are going to help you in your journey. Okay, so that 
link for you for the Romy poem translated by Coleman Barks will be in the show notes. And I hope that you will go back and read it again and enjoy, enjoy what poetry has to offer us, which is bypassing some of our intellectual processing of it and dropping right down into the emotional heart and letting things rest there. I just gave you my thoughts on this poem around anxiety. There's a lot in there that could be speaking to you for other places in your life. So please explore it. Not only this poem, but I hope that you will explore some other poetry to help you along with your healing. It certainly has been a big bonus for many people that I have worked with. It wouldn't be complete if I didn't leave you another Rumi quote. So here we go. Rumi says, Let yourself be silently drawn by the strange pull of what you really love. It will not lead you astray. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.